We don't need a name. We're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins. Mr. Glass, Carson Wentz, and his offense. Prime time. Damn. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Wills' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of this show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the NFC East Feast Super Bowl special. And boys, we are here because we have a team in the Super Bowl. I hate to say I told you so, but I've been telling you guys since September that Philadelphia was the best team in the NFC. I'm sure that their NFC championship win will be invalidated by the Eagles haters due to the injuries that uh, the 49ers suffered at the quarterback position. Uh, but let's talk about it. Uh, John and George are both with me tonight. John, I want to start with you. Um, I know you're probably, you know, not too excited to to see the arch rival of the Washington Commanders in the Super Bowl, but the NFC East made it, brother. Yeah, man. I oh, the Eagles, dude. I, I agreed with you early on in September. I thought they were the best team in the division. Um, I didn't know the, how good they were going to be from the NFC standpoint, and uh, like I mentioned pre-pod, it was it's great that we have a team representing us in the Super Bowl um, because now we get to have uh, you know at least one more pod. Uh, yeah. But oh, the Eagles, man, that's just something about it. It just it doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah it's the I fans think, probably. I think <laughs> I think we're we were all disappointed in the way. I don't know even know if the Eagles were disappointed in the way that game went, but you know you're playing a quarterback like. Josh, what's it? Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. He's been there. He's yes. been there for a week or two. Yeah. Doesn't know the offense at all. Um, I think we all know where we're going here. I mean, uh, which would surprise me is the Eagles did, weren't very dominant in offense. I mean, they had no running back that rushed over fifty yards. They had no mm-hmm. receiver. They had no receiver that caught for more than forty yards. So yeah, this George, game you're was going up uh, against the best defense in football. Correct. They also had seventy five plays. Versus forty plays, yes. so they were on the they were on the field twice as long when you talk about time of possession as the Chiefs. So no, they did not play good offense. And again, yeah. you're right, Forty ers are beasts, but eventually you think they get tired every now and then. <laughs> so yeah, I will say you know, I, I mean, Forty ers bro. I don't know if you've ever heard this stat in a football game, but they caught eleven passes. Oh my eleven gosh, wow. passes, bro. You think the Chiefs are going to catch eleven passes? No, but I also don't think that the Chiefs um, have nearly the defense of the San Francisco 49ers. You're talking about a team in San Francisco. I think they averaged about they allowed thirty-eight rushing yards a game in their ten-game win streak leading up to this game. Yes, Philadelphia didn't 
run the ball dominantly, they still ran for almost 150 yards as a team. I'd say going up against San Francisco, that's like going for 250 against any other team. They established an identity. What they're doing with this rotation of seems like Kenneth Gainwell is taking the reins, but obviously still got Sanders. Boston Scott and Jalen Hurst himself, who got in the end zone with a rushing touchdown. They have an identity. Another thing that the Eagles do that I want to get into when, when, uh, when we get into the Super Bowl matchup in particular is they just win in the trenches on both sides of the football. And I think, of course, the Brock Purdy injury, when your starting quarterback goes out, you only dress at one more quarterback. He gets concussed and go out. You got to send Brock Purdy back in there. with What ended up being a torn UCL, he's going to be out like six months. They never stood a chance. But for a team that didn't do very well, as you said, George, on offense, they put up 31 points on an elite NFL defense. I still think Philly was not impressive, but I think you have to respect them going into the Super Bowl. John, what were your takeaways from the championship game? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I agree with most of what you guys are saying. I think that um, you probably wanted to see a little bit more out of their offense. Um but to your point, B, I mean, they're going against the best defense in football. Um, and and we knew that this was going to be a defensive battle on both sides of the ball. Um, and and you're welcome, Eagles fans, that uh, it was the Washington game that made Philadelphia go out and go, oh, we maybe need to pick up uh, Indomitian Sue and Linval Joseph uh, to yep. shore up what was kind of a struggling defensive line at that point. It wasn't the, it wasn't the bright spot of the defense. So, um, no, it was definitely a battle. I mean, it's frustrating. I was kind of surprised to not see uh, Shanahan get a little bit more creative with the play calling. Like, get, like maybe do some wildcat stuff with Debo. Do yeah. some like Christian McCaffrey wildcat. Like Christian McCaffrey had that one pass attempt, but I was kind of surprised that they didn't do a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, eleven passing, eleven passes. Yeah, that's like. That will never happen in the NFL uh, again. I don't think that'll like, ever happen again. I really, like, I really don't. Think that's so. insane. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was disappointing in the fact that, like you said, Brian, it was, it was definitely chalked up to be like a marquee matchup. Um, we thought we were going to get a different game, but it, it happens. It's a, it's a violent sport, right? So, yes, it is what it is. I think that there's a part of me though that I feel like all season long, like. Not that Philly is a, like game managers, but I, I did compare Jalen to a game manager and said that he does that well. There's a part of me that thinks that Philly, like, just not that they took their foot off the gas, but they were like, "Hey, Brock Purdy's out. Like, we're good." Yeah, and they and they just stuck to their game plan, whether it was working or not. They were. I don't feel like they had to like kind of get that dagger moment, you know, because I feel mm-hmm. like they were just like, "This game is ours." Like, obviously, yeah. they can't even throw the ball, so. A hard game to judge, um, but to George's point, man, they're going to have a lot of naysayers, uh, you know, going into this matchup. A lot of people are already saying Philadelphia has had one of the maybe the easiest road to the Super Bowl uh, possibly ever, right? Because we had some of the easiest schedules in the division. A lot of people would argue that our division is weak. Um, I would argue no, obviously, because of all the games that we won and the fact yeah. that we had three teams in the playoffs. But you know, Philly hasn't had any big marquee matchups that like any games where they really put a stamp on like a, on a good team, you know, it kind of feels like they did kind of beat up on some lower teams, but and that's, we'll see. And that's, I mean, and that's specifically in the playoffs too. I mean, think of the way they got there. They got there from a giants team that barely got in, shouldn't really be there necessarily. And then they went against no quarterbacks with the 49ers. So no, I mean, they haven't gone through the bills and the Bengals to right. get to the Super Bowl. So it's it's quite the difference here going into the into the Super Bowl for sure. 
But they are healthy, guys. We'll talk about then. Uh, uh, this, uh, although it's not maybe the most impressive path, it's got to be impressive to everybody, just the fact that their roster is, is fully healthy. <clears throat> Crazy. Uh, Lane Johnson in this game playing with a torn abductor muscle. He pitches a shutout against Nick Bosa, probably who's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. They're they're just clicking on all cylinders, at least when it comes to be, uh, playing physical football. Their weapons weren't explosive in this game. I'm not sure if they will perhaps come alive against Kansas City, a weaker defense. But I still think the Philadelphia, like I said, they have an identity, and that's what they're going to lean on going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, man, I say what you will. I, I saw – I can't remember who made the comment. It was a player saying that, you know – any of us could be essentially coaching the Philadelphia Eagles right now. They're just that talented. That was a uh, Brandon, um, Brandon Ayuk, I think. Yeah. Was, yeah. Was shitting on but him. I mean, but at the same time, like uh, there's something about Sirianni that just like fits that team as much as he annoys me. He gets fired up. He gets the guys fired up. He's just, he gets the fans fired up. I feel like he is a trashy Philadelphia fan, like from the yes. stands. He's the epitome of what it is to be a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, George, you got any final thoughts on this NFC Championship game? No, just just uh, it was hard to watch, and um, I just wish it was a better football game for everybody, both both sides. And uh, for sure, yeah, man. I, I don't. I mean, again, I, I feel like I've been talking pretty negatively about the the Eagles. I I don't think they're a bad football club. I think they're very healthy. I'm really excited to see. You just think they're terrible, how- awful people, right? Yeah, no, I did. Um, but no, I, their their offensive line um, scares me the most going into this game. But uh, yeah, man, I don't I don't think there's much else to say about the NFC NFC Championship. Well, George, I know uh, the viewers might not know this, but I sure do. That uh, you have future bets on both the San Francisco 49ers to win the Super Bowl and oh. the Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs. So the the Eagles have already crashed the hopes of your one big bet to cash in. You got one more opportunity to win some money on the Chiefs. Before we go to that game, guys, the Eagles, they rushed for four touchdowns against the Niners. That puts them at 38 rushing touchdowns this season, postseason and regular season combined. That's the most any team has ever gotten the end zone in the history of the NFL. These guys pound the rock, and that's what they're going to try to do against the Kansas City Chiefs, guys. Let's get into it. Also, real quick, they were three for three on fourth downs, and and that really helped them uh, break Mm -hmm. the back of the 49ers defense. Yeah, and they love that. They love that little quarterback sneak, and then they pull out that fake. Brian, another interesting stat, and I wonder if you have this written down. Uh, Aren't they, like, real close to breaking the 85 Bears sack record? Yes. Yes, I think I want to say they're – I don't have the exact stat, but they're within six or seven right now. Yeah. I know that they have – I do have the total of sacks. They've had 625 so far this season. That's the most in the NFL. That's a monster number. Yes. That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, And uh, I feel like that's not even right. No, 625 this year? No, that can't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That's not even right. I think I wrote that. I think I wrote that down. Uh, Incorrect. That's quite impressive, though. That'd be be impressive. (laughs) I do know that they're off. They're at 68 right now. 68. Well, somehow. Did you say 600 um, at something? Yeah. I I wrote down right here. (laughs) You said has. Just every play, they get a sack. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think I think it might have said sixty-two point five in a second. But okay. clearly, guys, I'm sense. I'm getting a, a little ahead of myself on the Philadelphia Eagles. My point, though, is that they have the best <laughs> defensive line in football. 
Yes. <laughs> and they have I know their offensive line stat memorized. They've only allowed eleven sacks this year as Dang. a unit. Every single one of their offensive linemen one through five is ranked in the PFF top ten as far as blocking and pass blocking grade. They're the best offensive line in football. Regardless of whether it's 62 or 600 sacks, they got the most. And I think that's the key to the game for me is that I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win in the trenches. I also think that this is going to be a lot of fun. That's what George the, thinks about that. <laughs> the Eagles and the Chiefs guys have such similar statistics. It's clear that we have the two best teams in the NFL. I posted them on Instagram earlier today. Both of these teams have the equal 16-3 and record. Both of them have scored the same amount of points, 546 points. And they both have uh, six All-Pros, one of those All-Pros on each team being a Kelsey brother. Of course, Travis Kelsey on the Chiefs. Jason Kelsey on the Eagles. I'm sure the Kelsey family, you know, they're going to win no matter what. They're very excited for this game. I'm not going to give my prediction of a score yet. I'll wait until the end for that. Um, a couple injury notes in this game. I already talked about how the Philadelphia Eagles, they have their whole roster um, at their hands. They could uh, play every healthy body that they had in training camp. The Chiefs are a little bit banged up, though. I do see that they activated Clyde Edwards-Hilaire off yeah. IR, so they'll have their full plethora of running backs with Jarek McKinnon, the explosive rookie Isaiah Pacheco, and now the the veteran Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's a weapon out of the backfield. But their uh, their pass catchers are banged up. Juju's going to yeah. play. He got he was in and out of the game in the AFC Championship. Kadarius Tony's questionable. Uh, McCole Hardman is out this game. If you yeah, guys watch him down, he's been yeah, all year though, pretty much watched watch the AFC championship. I mean, what Patrick Mahomes did was nothing short of sensational on one leg with no wide receivers. I mean, for God's sake, he's throwing to sky Moore, Marquez Veldez Scantling and some guy I've never heard of before. Like they're, they're bringing up guys from the practice squad. It just shows how impressive Patrick Mahomes is, but the chiefs defense uh, to me is susceptible. They do have perhaps the best defensive tackle in all of football and Chris Jones. So that, uh, Elite Eagles offensive line is certainly going to be tested against the best in the NFL, but I think their linebacker core can be exposed. And I think they're secondary with these weapons on Philadelphia. We've talked about it all year, both uh, Devontae Smith and AJ Brown having over a thousand yards, AJ Brown setting the yards record, Devontae Smith setting the receptions record for Philadelphia. I just think the Eagles weapons can expose this team because they are not the San Francisco 49ers. I expect the Eagles to put up uh, much more of a, what they're used to seeing as far as their stats on offense. But I think we got a good game on our hands, guys. Uh, Philadelphia, I want to say one and a half point That's favorite. That's what I saw. Yeah. One and a half. Uh, this is going to be tight. I'll save my score at the end. I think you guys probably know who I'm going to pick. George, how are you feeling about the Chiefs saving your money? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I think I think the battle is going to be up front on both sides. I I don't think you mentioned that the Chiefs' offensive line are no scrubs. Um, specifically, Creed Humphrey at center um, he really commands the troops there. He's probably the second best center in the league next to next to Kelsey. Um, they kind of Joe Thunny is a really good guard, um, so they they are good up front. So I'd like to see how Pacheco does in the running game if they can run the football at will. 
Uh, the Chiefs have a really, really good chance to win this game. I agree with you. When it comes to the defense of the Chiefs, it's a lot different than the 49ers. I also don't think the Eagles will run 75 plays. Um, but I will say the Chiefs DBs, over the course of the season, these guys are rookies. You know, they're getting yes. a lot better. They're basically year two guys at this point. Um, they've, they've built camaraderie. I think that they work together pretty well. You saw that great tip pick. Um, in the end of that Bengals game that, you know, we saw. So I think the Chiefs defense are coming together. This is probably, uh, you know, with Snead coming back, this is a healthy unit overall, a lot healthier than their offense. And uh, who knows, maybe Frank Clark gets a strip sack. You know, the defense definitely needs to provide at least one turnover against this Eagle team because I don't think the Eagle team have ever really been pushed to the end of a game in this big of an occasion as a Super Bowl or a large playoff game. I don't know what the Eagles are going to do in that position. But again, the Eagles offensive front are who they are. You know, if if they dominate up front, it's going to be a problem. It's The Chiefs are going to have to gamble a little bit. They're going to have to put up some blitzes. They're going to have to do some things. So we'll see, man. Uh, that matchup's going to be favored to the Eagles, I think. But as far as the offense going against or as far as Patrick Mahomes go I'm sorry bro I gotta take Patrick all day long against this Eagles defense I I know Darius Slade does his thing I'm worried most worried about uh Juju and um who's the other guy number 19 Kadarius Tony so Kadarius Tony is healthy and Juju's fairly healthy I I I feel good about it if Kadarius does not suit up I'm worried because all it takes is for all it takes is for Juju to go down, and then they're without the receivers again. Mm-hmm. Um, if if that happens, I don't like this game for the Chiefs. Uh, but if they come in there somewhat healthy, you know, it's it's going to be fun to watch. What about you, John? Yeah, and I mean, as far as the receivers go, I was really surprised at MVS stepping up against the Bengals. Oh, um, yeah. 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 So, I mean, he looked all right, but I agree with you. I mean, they can't go out there and, and get uh, – get pushed around and and end up with any kind of tweaks or bumps that, that, uh, you know, uh, that's going to hurt the offense. Um, Obviously, like you mentioned, George, like they've got Patrick Mahomes, who is just a freaking, he's an alien. He's like, not, it's, I don't even understand how he does some of the things that he does. Sometimes I think that matching up against uh, Patrick Mahomes' style of play, I think the Eagles, you know, with Hassan Reddick and some mobile, agile defensive linemen, um, I think that they they match up pretty well there. Um, I think that they could give Mahomes fits, but again, he just he's just a freak, and he just comes at, like he makes stuff happen that you just any other any other quarterback in the NFL, you know, they they look like ugly mistakes, but his yeah, they're just miracles that he pulls off. It feels like every damn time. Um, but I absolutely agree with the first point that you started on, George. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco in the run game, I think, is the biggest key for for Kansas City and for their path to victory because the Eagles we've seen all year can typically run the ball very well. Um, I think they have a very positive matchup against a so-so Kansas city defense. Um, And and we've seen that Jalen can have, you know, a little bit of magic of his own. So I don't think the Eagles offense is going to struggle very much against this Kansas city chiefs defense. So I think it's going to be important for the Kansas city chiefs to keep this game in balance. Um, that's not to say, I mean, would any of you guys be surprised if Kansas City Chiefs come out and put out 21 points in the first quarter? I mean, like they can no. do that kind of stuff, right? They got to start hot. They got to they start, gotta hot. start hot. They I gotta agree. Start hot. I think that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a big key to victory for them is if they get out ahead, um, I think that that's a good uh, good signal for them. 
Um, I told you guys pre-pod, I think my favorite storyline going in, I mean, obviously you got the Kelsey brothers, which is great, um, but you've got the Andy Reid back to Philadelphia, you know, or uh, yes. back to Philly, but playing Philly, playing his old team. What a crazy way for him to get another Super Bowl victory. I think that would be so cool. And also the fact that Sirianni was on his staff yeah. uh, years mm-hmm. ago as an offensive assistant. So, um, you know, that's I think that's a pretty cool um Pretty cool storyline there. And I'm personally rooting for Andy Reid. Um, we, like I said before, we went all season, you know, dominating in my opinion and getting all, you know, multiple teams into the playoffs. We're here talking, you know, a Super Bowl pod uh, leading up to Super Bowl weekend. We've got an NFC East team in, but I, I think I'm leaning, leaning Chiefs, man, or at least rooting for the Chiefs. I don't know um exactly yet how my feelings are on 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 how the game will be and obviously vegas brian as you mentioned one and a half points yeah it's a fairly close game so oh yeah you know the, I mean, the sharps think it's going to be interesting the the and, and think about the eagles have not played really an athletic or agile quarterback other than vanilla vic and <laughs> and, 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 and really like you look, you look at their strength of the schedule. I mean, we yeah. all know that they, they have one of the worst strength of schedules, but they really have not played an agile guy. So if Mahomes is healthy and is able to escape that pocket, is Mahomes healthy? Are you conf- are you confident his ankle is going to look a lot better than it did in the AFC? If he's eighty five percent healthy, yeah. he's the best quarterback they've ever played. Yeah, I think that's yeah. absolutely true. He's the best quarterback. And, I mean, Brian, anybody's yeah, yeah. you and I talked about it last week too. We were saying, you know, this is like a four to six week injury, but realistically, you know, the swelling goes down, the tenderness goes down. You know, two weeks, three weeks removed, he, he's out there. He's probably not a hundred percent, but he's probably pretty close to it. I mean, uh, yes, no, I, I think he's going to look a lot more like the Patrick Mahomes we saw all season, not the hobbled version we saw in the AFC Championship. And, George, you you mentioned the injuries the Chiefs have at wide receiver. One injury they, they do not have is at the tight end position, where they have probably the greatest Monster. one to ever do it. That's Travis Kelsey. Be careful of that matchup, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He's a playmaking safety for them. He has the athleticism to match up with Travis Kelsey. I'm really curious to see if that's where they go with it. If not, look for maybe an athletic linebacker like TJ Edwards to try to take him. Either way. He's on a one-year deal too, so this would be big for him. Who's that, CJ? CJ, yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know, yeah. yeah, This game would be pivotal for him. I just, you, you hear jokes about it. It's just like cover Kelsey, right? Like, but that, like the guy just gets open. He just gets himself into space. Him and Mahomes have such a good, you yeah. know, vibe together. They just understand each other. They play the game, you know, as one mind. And it's like, it's crazy. Like, how does this guy, he's literally just standing wide open half the game, it feels like sometimes. Yes. He's, I mean, he's, he's so an incredible good. weapon. His route running ability, his his rapport with Patrick Mahomes, they developed these past few years. It's unlike anything we've really ever seen as far as a quarterback tight end combination. They're going to go down probably breaking every record that's that's ever been posted. Uh, for Philadelphia, uh, we we just got to. I'm saying we. It's disgusting. I, they, they just got. <laughs> yeah. Get your they hat on, bro. Yeah, bro. Cowboys hat on, bro. They got to stay honest to who they are. If the Chiefs get up ten to nothing in the first quarter, don't get away from that running game. Don't make Jalen Hurts be somebody that he's not. Lean on yeah. them. the running game. Rotate your running backs, and even if you get down early. Remember that you have that elite pass rush. Of course, Brock Purdy got hurt, but it wasn't a freak injury. What it was is an elite pass rusher in Hassan Reddick beating 
a good offensive line and getting pressure on Brock Purdy. Micah Parsons could have just so easily done that the week before. The Cowboys weren't able to pull it off. The Eagles used what they do well, and that's get pressure on the quarterback to change the outcome of the game. I do not want to see Patrick Mahomes get hurt. I hope the Eagles don't win like that. But I think they have to remember what got them to the dance. That's an elite pass rush. That's the best offensive line in football, and that's pounding the rock. The X factor for me is probably my favorite quarterback in the NFL. And at this point, it's Jalen Hurts. I love the kid, and I think that he rises to the occasion. I think he is the difference in this game. I'm going to say Jalen Hurts is your Super Bowl MVP. Jalen Hurts is going to be making $50 million a year for the next three to five years after he gets Philadelphia, their second Super Bowl. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. I've got the Eagles 30 to 27 in the Super Bowl. I think we're in for a real treat, guys. I think even all of the Rihanna fans are going to stick around after <laughs> halftime to see what happens in this classic game. Can I get a score from you, George? Yeah, I, I think this game, um, man, I don't want to jinx myself, but, you know, I like the Chiefs in this game, and I like them because of Pete Patrick Mahomes, man. Um, one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen do it as far as athleticism, as far as pocket presence, as far as intelligence, as far as intangibles. How can you throw it against this guy? Um, he just seems to do it. I think the pressure is going to be on Hurts and not Mahomes. Um, I, I I really like the Chiefs in this game. The only thing I'm worried about is health. So if they if they get beat up in that first half, I, I don't like the Chiefs here. But if they can somehow keep it together, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. And I'm going to take them by a fairly large margin. I'm going to take them 24 to 17. 24 17. That's a that's a pretty good victory if you're a Kansas City fan right there. John, what you're going with the score? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think, you know, back to my Andy Reid hat tip. I think, you know, there's a lot to be said about, you know, this Kansas City Chiefs team, Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid. They've been here, right? This is their third trip. Correct me if I'm wrong, third trip in the yep. last yep. 5 years. They've lost two, right? They've lost two? No, one no, and one. They lost one. Yeah. They lost to the okay. Bucks. Gotcha. Yeah, so this is gotcha. this is their third appearance, um, and you know this Eagles team is pretty far removed from the team that was in the Super Bowl uh, not long ago. Uh, I know yes. Lane Johnson and some of the the offensive linemen um, are carryovers, yeah. but for the most part, this is a pretty fresh team, right? And this is going to be their first Super Bowl appearance. So you know, having that experience in, in a big matchup like this, especially if Kansas City can get hot quick, like we were all saying. Um, I think that that that's a big uh, part of kind of the intangibles, uh, you know, of the game that you can't really measure. Um, and I think I agree with George. Uh, Jalen Hurts has has really shown a lot this year. And I, and Brian, uh, it's it sucks <laughs> hearing you be like just so descriptive of him and then thinking <laughs> about like the misery that we're all going to have to deal with <laughs> year after year while as long as he's a Philadelphia Eagle. So frustrating. Yeah. But Mahomes, man, I mean, Mahomes is just that guy. I mean, he and he's and he's done it more uh, than than Jalen just because he's been in the league a little longer. Um, so I'm, I'm going Kansas City. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty close margin. Or at least I'm hopeful. Um, I got Kansas City 27-24. Kansas City wins on a late field goal. I like that score. I probably like that score better than mine. Yeah, I'm just, I, think I, I think it's wishful thinking. Yeah, I think it's wishful yeah. thinking. I just want it to be a really good game that comes down to yeah. you know the game winning drive. 
The over under in this game, I believe, is about at an even fifty. So hmm. I'm a little bit over. George is slightly under. John, you're pretty much you're pretty much right at it. So yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 like I think score. both these teams both these teams score some points. I think both teams get get north of twenty. We got two great kickers in Harrison Bucker for Kansas City and Jake Elliott for Philadelphia. So nobody's going to come out here and pull a Brett Maher and I think uh, you know lose the game on their right leg. Great point though, John. That Eagle that Eagle Super Bowl, which is just a couple years ago, they got of course a new head coach. And other, you said Lane Johnson. I think of guys like uh, Brandon Kelsey. Graham and uh, Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey. So they, they they have the leadership. Of course, Kansas City has the leadership over there with Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid. But I I like Philadelphia because they have a few guys who've been there and done that. Who are their leaders? Like I said, I like the leadership of Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to have those boys ready. I'm so excited to see the cameras pregame in that locker room. I know they're going to be fired up. I know all of us are fired up here at the NFC East Feast to watch this Super Bowl, whether you're a fan of our division or not. If you're a fan of football, this is the game, guys. These are the yeah, two this best is the teams. Matchup. This is it. This is this. I think we got an all-time Super Bowl in our hands. I, I hope so, at least. Uh, I hope so, too. I mean, hey, the Eagles and, got some dogs. I agree with you. And I mean, yes. if they don't if they don't beat the Chiefs, you know, in the Super Bowl, they they may just as well beat them, you know, in rock paper scissors at the end of the game. You know, Sirianni, yeah, Sirianni will will not go down swinging. And don't forget, guys the the Eagles have uh, the Saints first round draft pick, so they're oh, going to be drafting oh, yeah, like they're going to be drafting towards like the top ten to twelve picks. Like they're going to be they're going to be just as good next year. They're they're going to be the favorites, I think, in our division for sure. Um, any final thoughts, gentlemen, as we get ready for the last game of the season? I know it's bittersweet. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting how the the Chiefs opened as a favorite two and a half. Um, uh-huh. That line moved very fast towards the Eagles, so. You know, the Sharks are, are right most of the time. So, you know, when you look at something like that, you could you could easily pick the Eagles in this scenario. Uh, now I think the line's of one and a half. Um, yeah. I could easily see if there is a little bit more info on how healthy Mahomes is or if, if Hurts' shoulder's still not right. This could be an easy pick em. So this is going to be one of the most even-matched Super Bowls I think we've all seen in a while. I'm just super excited to watch it. Me too. Heck yeah, John. man. I am yeah. super excited. Like Brian mentioned, the number one seeds, you know, same amount of points scored. I mean, these these are two elite teams. And the fact that, you know, the Eagles are are mostly healthy um, or, or totally healthy, I should say. And the uh, Chiefs are mostly healthy, um, but you've also got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's it should be, like you said, Brian, one, you know, an all-timer, hopefully. Well, guys, I want to thank everybody. I'm so happy that uh, based on just the athletics, athleticism, excuse me, of our division, the elite talent has brought us all the way to the Super Bowl. We've gotten to do a few extra bonus podcasts. Thank you both, and thanks, thank you, Jay Lutz, uh, for your contributions all year long. We're going to take a little bit of a break after this. Uh, we're probably going to drop a free agent frenzy podcast after free agency kicks off in March. We'll do an NFL draft special in April, and then we'll start breaking down uh, once, you know, uh, mini camp starts in the summer. We'll start our, our preview for next year. I know nerds like us, we get excited for football next year as soon as this game is over. Yeah. But uh, we appreciate everybody listening all year long. We're three years into this thing, which is great. And I can't wait for year four. We love you all. And thank you for listening to the NFC East. Peace.